Hi, this is Steve Erspringer. You're listening to Worshiping God, God's Way. We're going to look at 2 Corinthians, the second chapter, verse 15. And when Paul writes this, he says, We are the Messiah's fragrance before God. Now, this is coming from the N.T. Wright uh, New Testament for Everyone translation, and it's really good if you want to get that and read that, have that as a secondary source. I appreciated this translation because when I looked at the Messiah's fragrance, it reminded me of Mary coming before Jesus with her fragrance, bringing that jar of ointment that she was going to pour on him. Paul is referencing in his mind or possibly just the idea of Jesus being, you know, his burial, being being prepared, and the fragrance that Christ brings, that Jesus brings into our lives. And he said, we, when we gather together, that's what God sees. God sees the fragrance of the Messiah. That fragrance is something that we need to think about and understand and apply to ourselves when we come to Jesus to think that's really what God is seeing right now. I went to a church service this last weekend, and there was um, it was a young church. There uh, wasn't a lot of people there, but there was the guitar player guy up front. He was doing the worship leading and the praise leading, and you could tell he was kind of... Um, just getting started in it. He wasn't super professional. He would stop and start, and he apologized once in a while for messing up, and, and then he went on. He had a good voice. He, he could play, and he really felt it. He was really putting his heart into it, and the people were partially jumping in. They were, you know, I listen sometimes too much when I'm in a church service, but I sat towards the front, and I just focused on the Lord, and I eventually found my place worshiping and praising Jesus there. And then at one moment, though, even though the praise wasn't the highest, it wasn't the greatest, there were no lights, he had no cameras, and the stage was up there because it was in a school building, but they had small screens, so there wasn't a lot of attention being drawn to the front. But at one point, Several people came forward and they just bowed down on the floor in front of the stage and they began to worship. And I looked at that and I realized, you know, we don't need a praise band presentation to get people to come and worship God. That you don't need all of that stuff. One little guy on the guitar, maybe someone on a piano, uh, the PA system is just this small rickety little thing that doesn't even sound that great. Well, the, the fragrance of Christ, the fragrance of the Messiah isn't found in those things. The fragrance isn't found in the guitar or the song itself even. The fragrance isn't found in the 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 video projectors or the machines and all that, the lights. I mean, at one point, the pastor came forward and said, hey, just turn the lights back on. Let's bring some light in here. I appreciated that. But that fragrance that we carry, that God sees, isn't found in that. That fragrance is in us. It was in the people that were coming forward to worship him. And even the people who were singing, lifting their hands, that's, there's a fragrance there that God sees. And so I realized to my my own thoughts, I was saying to myself, you know, this is very plain and simple, but there is much, just as much fragrance here as anywhere else that I've been. Now, when we talk about the scripture, we're saying that when we come together or when we're by ourselves, God sees us when we come before him in this manner, in this way. That means that we're unlimited. We can be anywhere we don't have to have all the bells and whistles that we feel we need to have when we gather together for a church service. 
I was watching a video actually today, and there was a pastor talking about why we worship and the way we worship. And what he did was he began to explain the book of Psalms, and he talked all about singing. He was saying that our singing is our worship, and he was very good at it. This guy's a really entertaining, energetic guy, and I, I, I really like him when I see him in person. But his theology was a little off because he kept talking about singing songs of worship. And I had to go back and say to myself, there there is no place in Scripture that says a song is worship. That doesn't happen. There's no place in the Scripture that tells me that we have worship services and, and all those things that he was talking about. But what was really a little strange, though, is when he said, you know, we have what God has. God has 150 songs of a song playlist. And he was talking about the book of Psalms. He's referring to the book of Psalms as a playlist. Now listen to me. Today, our playlists that we have on Sunday mornings are being sold by other companies, music companies. They'll sell you a playlist that another church has played already. They'll say, this has worked for them, it should work for you, so let's get the playlist, let's get the background tracks. The Messiah's fragrance is not in the playlist. The Messiah's fragrance is not in the background track to these playlists. That idea is a generational thing. It's just now, it's just today. It's within the last 20 or 30 years. Now people are transforming what used to be the book of Psalms and the depth and the longevity of those songs. They're referring to them in a candid way as being a playlist. You have to understand that where we're living today, people are rewriting and restructuring what they're reading in God's word, how they're seeing it, what they're, the stories that they know and the, the, all the theology that they've gathered together, they're all pulling it together and they're rewriting it in their context where they are today. But that's not how it's supposed to be. We are supposed to be transporting ourselves into who God is, where God is. We come to the courts of the Lord when we gather to praise That's scriptural. I can show you where that is. I can talk to you about the courts of the Lord. But when we come into worship, we come into the Holy of Holies. I can talk to you about the Holy of Holies. We can't just say, well, today, while we are in the Holy of Holies 24-7. Yes, you probably are, but what you're doing there is not what God is asking for when you come to the Holy of Holies. It's the same thing with the courts of the Lord. When you come to praise, when you come to play, you have to understand what's going on during that moment in the courts of the Lord when you're praising him. You are not just playing a song list. If you gather your songs and you build song lists, you'll become repetitive and you'll become religious. You'll just start looking at those things as the fragrance You'll start looking at the screens and the colors and how everything is synced up together and how smoothly it's running. You'll say, that's the fragrance. You'll start looking at the people in your band and saying, wow, they're so talented. That's the fragrance. 
Come on, come on, people. Let's do it. Let's use our talents. Let's go. God loves your talents. God loves your voice. God loves to hear you. But Jesus is the fragrance. The Messiah is the fragrance that God is looking for. It's what he sees when he looks at us. If we are not aware of that fragrance, we will make it up ourselves. We will build it for ourselves. We'll start worshiping and saying it's worship when it's really praise, or we'll say praise is something else. Whatever we do is okay because it's all a fragrance. You got to realize this, that when Mary brings that jar of fragrance, that jar was specifically and it was special and it was very costly. And when you could pop it open and you could pour it out, you could only use it once. If you were to come back again, you would have to get another jar of ointment to break open again. Every time we come to the Lord, it's a new day of fragrance. It's a new moment in Jesus. It's not supposed to be planned, repetitive, everything's great, let's make it run perfect. It's just bringing Jesus's fragrance and letting God respond to it, letting him smell it, letting him enjoy it, and letting it be what it is when he sees his son, Jesus. You have to take this praise and worship thing. You, now they're just calling worship because it's all worship to everybody. You have to take that and you have to submit that to the Messiah's fragrance. If I'm going to stand on the platform and play, I have to subject myself to the fragrance of Jesus. And when you do that, you abandon yourself, he adopts you, and you do what he wants you to do, you offer what he wants to be offered, and you don't assume all the responsibility for it. Worshiping God God's way has a lot to do, and mostly about the fragrance of his Messiah, his son. That's what we do as worshipers. 